We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thank you for tuning in hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is your Liberty Post game, a 24-21 grudge match. And uh, mm. early season must win. For the orange, yes, sir. I think, and um, the orange are going to start three and one, and uh, I think that that's that's huge. We're halfway to a bowl game and all of that fun stuff, so we've got a lot to talk about, including oh, yeah. the the Q's fan civil war that's brewing, and we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about that. But as always, first let's hear from Coach. What were your impressions of Mr. Schrader? You know, I thought, I thought Garrett did the things that we, we asked him to do. Uh, there's one thing when you're on this football team and Sean Tucker's running the ball the way he is, you know, that our number one job is to find ways to make sure he gets the ball. And I think it's pretty evident that we've got coaches and players and everybody working to try to find ways to make sure he doesn't just uh, disappear in a football game. But... Uh, I thought that for his first his first outing, it, it was good. You know, what I told the guys is that all the rules and all the bells and whistles and all that stuff is off. You know, I've got to, I've got to do things that's going to help us and allow us to win football games. And the one thing, the team that we were playing this week, we really felt that there were certain things that we could take advantage of uh, with Garrett Schrader's legs, okay? Now, Garrett will start off because we won the game next week, but we need everybody in our locker room to be able to go through the schedule that we're going through. We can't guarantee that we're going to be able to do what we did tonight versus some other opponents that are on our schedule, and we have to have the flexibility to be able to move in and out of offenses and do it in different ways. What you can say about the defense and what they did against one of the best in the country. I, I thought they were amazing, especially with the fourth down stop. That was that was big. That was big. I mean, they could have kicked a field goal right there, and uh, they went for it. And uh, wow, you know, wow. The biggest thing is we found a way to win a football game. The decision was made extremely, extremely late, and the quarterbacks knew before anybody else. 
face to face. I will definitely say that we need to throw the ball better. I mean, I, I'm not going to. In, in dealing with quarterbacks and dealing with offenses and dealing with football teams, you have to have certain standards, and the standards can't change, and you can't settle for things. You know, we need to be able to throw the ball better than what we threw the ball, and uh, we'll find a way to work on those things, and they need to change. They need to be better. I think this win for the community and this win for the university tell, and the student body tells you exactly how much the 12th man is, is value. There were third down, I'm telling you guys, it got loud in there, and I don't know how many people we had, and I, God bless everybody that showed up, but it got loud in there, and they had trouble on third down, and they definitely had trouble on fourth down. Schrader fakes the give and the pitch, breaks a tackle, Schrader to the house. Schrader keeps it. it this time. Love it. He's got some space. He's got a big chunk on third down. Bingo! Andre Schmidt has ice in his veins on a Friday night in Syracuse. And the Orange get revenge against the Flames from Liberty. All right, the Coach Montage is brought to us by Spotify Green Room. Go to your iOS or Android store and download the app today. This is how we are going to do fan feedback, uh, 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 coupled with the socials. And we usually hit up fan feedback Sundays at around 8-ish. You can expect that. You can sign up for notifications. If you don't feel like listening to us, we don't blame you. There's plenty of other things there to follow, uh, including music, uh, pop culture. I think I even saw fashion when I was playing around. So you can, you can follow a number of things, but uh, you don't have to just follow. You can do your own thing. You can start your own thing, talk about whatever the hell you want. Uh, and you have people follow you. They can join your green room. You can interact with them. So it's a cool little way to get to get uh, caught up and also join, the, join us live. And it'll be recorded, and you can uh, you tell your friends that you're on the show, which is not a big deal <laughs> at all. But go to your iOS or Android store. Just download the app, will you? Please. Thank you. All right, Joe. Sean. Okay, let's try big to... Win. Big, big win. Big win. Uh, I think... Um, there was never a doubt. There was never a doubt. They had that game. Oh, come on. We're going to run through the coach montage. The first thing that we're going to hit up is the quarterbacks. And apparently still somewhat of a controversy. And let's we can try to hit all of this kind of in a single package here. Uh, coach said his first outing was, quote unquote, good. Okay. Uh, he said he's going to start next week, and he was basically played, started against Liberty because of the matchup. And I guess, Joe, we can expect that going forward. Gives him a little bit of different um, looks, some flexibility amongst his quarterback squad with the two guys. So yep. I guess that's what we're going to do. I guess sometimes we're going to be we're going to be like an RPO um, type football team where we're just going to run and dink and dunk 
And then, you know, who, who knows what, what time he's going to do. I mean, you know, um, he's been kind of doing some of that stuff too. So I guess we don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> so this, okay. is, this is pretty much what I get out of it, right? Okay, go. Is so, um, you know, Dino mentioned, especially in his, uh, you know, post game that there was some things that um, he noticed. And I think there was, again, to me, this whole game was more of like, it gave me more confidence in the coaching because yeah, he almost healthy coaching. He made a call based upon the next team they were going to play and what we needed that quarterback to be able to do and what we were going to do. And, you know, we, we were successful with it. Um, you know, if you would have I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Told me in the beginning of the game that Garrett Schrader went 6 of 15 for 77 yards, then I'd probably say we would have lost the game. Except for we, we've seen a shift as far as the orange is the new fast to we're going to kind of shift our offense to our personnel and giving Sean Tucker 32 carries um, him getting, you know, 169 yards and a touchdown and just being the, the just the running back that he's been um, something that probably should have done at Rutgers. Um, that's, uh-huh, uh-huh. that's kind of our identity right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, we needed a guy out there that he knew was going to be able to, to give, you know, um, make his legs a weapon. And uh, Garrett Schrader, with 16 carries, 53 yards, two touchdowns, I think did that. And, um, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that are upset that Tommy didn't start. And a lot of people out there that are like, oh, you know, great. He didn't look great in the passing game and everything. We'll, yeah, um, we'll get to that. They did what they needed to do to win this game. And I'm not 100% sure that uh, Coach even really knows, you know. I'm, I don't think we're out of the the – 
you know, out of the doghouse of whether or not this is a two quarterback situation or not. But he went with Garrett. He won the game, um, and therefore he should go with Garrett the next game starting. But that does not mean, by any means, that um, that Devito shouldn't get some burn at some point because now you talk about a reverse leash when we talked about Devito before, and um, you know there are going to be teams that are going to be able to stop this whole RPO kind of situation, and um, they're going to need to be able to beat teams with you know throwing the ball. I mean, we only had four guys catch balls uh, with the leader being Sean Tucker with two catches for 27 yards. Taj Harris right behind him with two catches for 20 yards. Um, and uh, we're going to need more out of that situation. So uh, our defense is good enough and our quarterback did what he needed to do to be able to beat this team. But I'm not so sure that it's going to be enough for every team we play against. No, I don't think so. But you're, if you guys don't, if you guys think that I'm not on social media much, well, Joe's on it even less. So, yep. I was just, um, I was scrolling through some of the fan feedback and stuff yesterday, and I uh, was thinking, man, you know, uh, a lot of people. I never seen so many people kind of like upset or irritated by the fact that their team won, but just with the quarterback that they didn't want to play. It's very weird. It's a weird feel. Yep. We won the game. I've, everybody saw all of the glaring issues, okay? And we can talk about that in a second. But with a similar game plan, I think Syracuse beats Rutgers. The reason that they really lost was because they, <sighs> they abandoned the run. And what they did against Liberty was just shove it down their throat every chance they got. And, it, you know, it no, worked. Yeah. It worked. And they were... And they were kind of forced to in a way because i mean we didn't have to but you know we were down you got down to being down two scores and um you know really realistically tommy he was not showing his legs he was not showing that option and they started to to shut down tucker and that's when we started throwing the ball and that's where things kind of fell apart so again this is kind of to me kudos on the coaching staff to seeing that you know hey this guy might not throw like Tommy, but with his with his legs and with his um, decision making as far as, you know, what we need to do to win, he kind of gives us the better chance against this team. And again, I'm right there with you. Who knows what would have happened if we would have just kept him in the whole game, the whole second half uh, against Rutgers. We don't know. Uh, we do know that, again, with him coming in. We take a hit with, you know, throwing the ball, and I'm sure the receivers aren't crazy happy about that. But uh, at the end of the day, a W is a W. And uh, I don't want a receiver on my team that is going to be mad that he only got two catches, but we still won the game. So, Yeah, uh, Dino with the ultimate poker face, too. I mean, what a great job. Right, yeah, so, we were way off. So, <laughs> so and everybody was. Everybody uh, thought Tommy was going to start that game. Yeah, it, I mean, there's no doubt. I thought that that Tommy was going to start, and you know, um, just by the looks that Dino was given. So good on him. I mean, you know, he he, he fooled everybody. Uh, huh? Or maybe he was going into there, and then, like he said, it was a late decision. De- defense. <sighs> he, said, he said that he was still evaluating. He let him know. So yeah, defense hitting their stride at the right time. Michael Jones um, leads the team with tackles in a game again with eight for this game. Um, up at the top of the board there for the year. Um, just a uh, an absolute animal. 
uh, on the field on defense. Yeah. And um, enough can't be said, obviously, about the defense. The fourth down stop, that was just huge. Um, when Hugh Freeze could have, would have, should have kicked a field goal there and in hindsight, yeah. right? Uh, you're trying to put the game away. I understand that. But the defense was stout all night. Also, both teams missed one. Um, I think on consec back to back drives yeah, for, early for yeah first quarter yeah so um, you know a, a gutsy call by Hugh Freeze to, it turned up nothing um, and our defense just uh, just man enough can't be said it's just like the Sean Tucker situation like uh, there's not enough that can be said that hasn't already been said and we just get to no. enjoy it right and we had a little no. bit of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Last episode for the for the Liberty preview, something along the lines of, you know, do we really know what our defense is yet? Do we really know because of the teams that we played and, and, and things like that? But I think, uh, you know, to stop um, Malik Willis the way that they did, I mean, and, you know, he got he got away 49 yards and he yeah. threw for over 200 uh, with three touchdowns, you know, some some long ones there. But um, a, a few, four of them over 20. So, uh, but uh, all in all, a good job there. He's going to get loose and he, and he's going to make long throws. They're going to connect. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy that they're, they're saying is going to be a first round pick as far as quarterback goes, especially the way that quarterbacks being played in the NFL this year. And, uh, yeah, there was, if there was any question, um, I know I listened to Locked On, right, and I, I talked to or listened to a little bit of what they were saying, and they were talking about, you know, our record against uh, teams and that we played against that have NFL quarterbacks. And I think they said something like the only quarterback in like the last four years or three years or something that we beat that play in the that plays in the NFL is Ryan Finley. The one year when we went ten and three with Dungey and we beat him in uh, in the dome. NC State. Uh, so, you know, going into this, it wasn't really looking good. And this kind of really defined to me, like, that our defense is a little bit different this year than last year. Uh, we're a lot deeper on the defensive line. Cody Roscoe, I'll tell you, unsung hero, that guy. And um, Marlo, Marlo Wax. Wax. Yeah. Marlo Wax. Is just, he's, one, he's becoming one of my – I mean, Mikel Jones, hard not to like, right? But Marlo Wax, uh, with a name like that, and with – I mean, I remember talking about him when he was coming in watching the tape, everything like that. He's turned into everything that I thought he would uh, as second year you know, coming in and, and basically taking over the job over, over Canton Arku and Canton Arku is good as well. So um, just seeing these guys elevate. And uh, I mean, this, this game to me, Okacheku you know, has been phenomenal. Oh God, phenomenal. Yeah. And you talk about just our secondary, which we gave up some, some big plays, you know, Garrett Williams gave up a couple of passes that I don't think, he normally would induce chestnut freshman, you know, he got beat on that out and up and uh, you know, that's going to happen, but you, you need to see it at that speed and at that level to be able to adjust your game to, to learn from that. Uh, but overall, I mean, this defense stepping up on that fourth down, like you said, when Liberty most definitely should have kicked the field goal. And um, then with that one play, you know, I, I was talking to Heather when we were watching the game and, you know, it was one of those things where I, I, I told her straight up, like, if there's not a turnover, I think Liberty's going to win. Uh, it all depends on the big play turnover. You know, if, if Liberty has a turnover or there are no turnovers, I think they're going to win. We need a turnover. And we stepped up, uh, made a big play, and we were fortunate enough to run that clock out and kick that field goal to uh, 
right at the end, not even give him a chance to get the ball back. So um, definitely a great win. Uh, defense, it, it just showed showed to me that they're for real. Sorry, they are. To hold a team like that for under 400 yards, I think it was 369, something like that. Like, I mean, in the past, we're against an offense like this, we're giving up more than that, especially more than 21 points. 369? Yeah, total. So, um, yeah, obviously. And, um, I mean, a lot of, uh, you know, we don't, there's a lot of names to mention. You know, it hasn't always been like that. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a there's a lot of names to mention because everybody's doing their part. They're gelling. They're 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 really hitting their stride right at the right time. You know, we talk about Stephon Thompson. That's yeah, a great place. We, we talk about that a lot with Max Mang. I mean, or, or, yeah, well, he's on offense, but um, these guys, all of them, just doing their thing um, everywhere to make a difference, and just finally starting to see something kind of come together as far as, you know, the past couple of years has been obviously a little bit tough. So um, throw the ball better. Coach says we got to throw the ball better. Well, no, yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. Okay, six for 15, 77 yards. Okay, that's the one stat you're going to see pop up all over the place on social media. But, oh, yeah. but um, you know, his first start, Okay, he got to start the game and finish the game. All right, first time in an orange uniform, getting to do that. He's been doing piecemeal the whole time, and with that said, Tommy DeVito in his first start against Ohio this year, and I mean you can make your argument here, but eleven for seventeen for ninety-two yards. I mean, not exactly lighting it up. No. Okay. No. And we're, no. we're talking about Ohio Bobcats. Right. No, I mean, Garrett Schrader, okay, so his QBR was 34.1, right? Yeah. But you can't take away the fact that, I mean, 16 carries for 53 yards, two touchdowns. He's always falling forward. Um, he took a bunch of tough hits, got right back up, right? So, um, and on top of that, too, I mean, you know, I talked about, I talked to you about it, like, at halftime, whatever, but um, going into that uh, halftime in the first half, we had that uh, – he had that pass to Sherrod Johnson. It was a little bit behind him, but 100% catchable. And that would have been a first down. We yeah. kept the drive going, and instead we end up punting, and we end up actually giving up a touchdown. So In the, um, in the snaps. I mean, look, the dude's chasing the ball all over the place. I mean yeah. – Oh, yeah. He, so, and that's the one thing where, okay, service is better at center. And that's where he was in his freshman year, when retro freshman year or whatever, when he came in and he was starting when Dungey was there. Uh, but again, he's got to get used to the whole snap thing. And like you said, a whole bunch of snap stuff was going wrong. Um, and like I said, I mean, if you got receivers other than Tosh Harris, I mean, other receivers got to step up. So it's something that we definitely have to work on for sure, especially if you want to beat some good teams because they're definitely just going to load the box and just force us to throw. So um, I just think that uh, it was a very smart coaching move, and hopefully Garrett Schroeder and them, they can improve and they can kind of work on um, some pass plays that can work for them um, in the future going forward, obviously. All right, one more thing. Obviously, I got the I got the Otto's Army hat on. I'm going to rep this thing every show uh, until they don't show up. Because they've been everything inside that dome. These no, dude, the so students. loud for what was there. Uh, yeah, the students themselves showing out. Obviously, a little light on the local 
show out, but turnout, but the place was rocking. Man, it was rocking. Obviously, and Hugh Freeze said they even he said, "Well, we underestimated the noise." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, can, you know, everybody that was there, pat yourselves on the back. You did a phenomenal job, and um, you know that's 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 the that the that's the twelfth man stuff. That's the that's the advantage that we have of the dome. You know, oh, yeah. they took that's away the little stuff. They took away, or well, they added AC. So we kind of lost that a little bit, you know, we get those early, early games in the season when it's, you know, brutal in there. So we lost that, but we have you guys and, you know, excellent, excellent job. Came across the TV, excellent and everything. So, um, yeah, I mean, dude, overall, look, you got to look at it in two different ways. And this is why it's going to be a positive for me, right? Uh, special teams got better. Uh, we won penalties. We only had five penalties for 37 yards, so they're seven for 69. And our coaching has finally kind of changed to be able to help our players be more successful. Uh, the offensive play calling, although pretty vanilla, called what was working. And, um, you know, kudos to him as well. So well, you got to stop uh, it, right? You got to do. Yeah, exactly. You got to stop it. And that was the first time in a very long time where I saw this coach and these offensive coordinators come through and say, like, look, we're going to run this. We're going to stop it. And I even talked to you at halftime and I said, I'm I'm worried because Schaefer's, you know, Schrader's going to have to throw it. And uh, because I thought that that Liberty was going to be able to shut the running game down because they're like, this is all they're doing. So obviously they're going to shut it down. But they never really shut it down. And so you got to beat it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if you if you're not going to stop something that's working as a defender or defensive unit, it's going to keep nope. happening. That's how you play the game. Right. But we so. talked about that with Rutgers and their their discipline and on penalties, turnovers, coaching, special teams, all those facets is what won this game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, I think that about no, and Sean Tucker. Well, obviously, <laughs> that's the obvious, right? We didn't mention Sean because obviously, oh, we'll get into him. Um, yep. We'll talk. We'll talk about it in, um, in in some fan feedback. But you know, 169 yards, 32 carries. They're wearing his little butt out. So, um, one more thing I would say just about Garrett, and um, you know, I mean, I think that he's going to have to learn how to be a little bit more careful running. And he, he did things that I, I just don't want to see him get get taken out. You know what I'm saying? No. Uh, he took a huge well, I did shot. See something. Oh yeah, he did. He well, took. He's got to tighten up that helmet. Yeah, that too. Yeah, well, I don't it, know if it's it, the beard or what, but I can never tell if his chin strap's actually on his chin. I, I think it could and be the beard, man. Yeah. And then I know that like the first game when he was in there, um, when we played against Rutgers, I believe. Uh, he got like one of those little like rubber pellets stuck in his eye. So I saw this game that he actually had the visor on. Yeah, he had so a clear visor. He's learning. Yeah, he's learning. He's getting a little bit smarter with it. Um, Do you remember when but, Dungy used to get walloped and he'd get up and he'd just pound his chest type stuff? You know, yeah. you, you saw a little bit of that in Garrett Schrader. And, and he, yeah, a little bit. He did. He did some things, too, especially that one touchdown run where 
he he went through his reads. He actually looked looked off to the to the right, like to see what was going on, and, and quick took off, and it was like a nine yard run. The, Tommy's not going to be able to do that, guys. I'm sorry. Like you, he he's he's obviously right. better in certain aspects of the game, but Tommy's not going to Tommy's going to take a hit there. He's probably either going to get sacked or who the hell knows, or throw or just throw the ball away maybe at best. So, uh, but but he's not going to be able that's to do the that. Difference right now. Yeah, absolutely. Really. Yeah, I see a lot of young Dungy with Schrader, but he's already bigger than what Dungy was as just, a second-year player. And take the slide, be a little bit smarter. You don't need to take the hits if you want to play. You got to be, you got to be healthy to play. Right, but you have to also understand that this guy is trying to win. win over, I understand that. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to win over the locker room. Yeah, that too. Yeah, he, and I mean, if you didn't after this game. I don't. I don't know. It's it's hard because again, as much as we see like the fans split on the quarterbacks, what do you think about some of these guys that have been with Tommy for four years? Yeah. Versus a guy that comes in, he's a little bit different. How right? about the, how about different from Tommy? Like yeah. Tommy's just, you know, Jersey Shore, New Jersey. You know what I mean? And this guy's a Charlotte country boy. So two different types of players, and he's coming in from the SEC, and uh, he's still trying to. Basically went over the team, went over the locker room. Yeah, you know, so that they think that they think that he has the best chance to win. There's probably still people in that room that thinks that Tommy gives them the best chance to win. I, I just that's what they're that's what they're fighting right now. Not really the coaches. Coaches are waiting for the the players to see it, and I think that's where they're at right now. And I think that this game was really really good push for the players to see that okay, this guy actually might give us a better chance to win than Tommy even though we've been here for four years. so Yeah. Well, now I guess that wraps that up, and um, we'll get into a, a little bit more we'll of this. Uh, but first, before we get into fan feedback, I'm going to tell you about the Spotify Green Room app one more time. Go to your iOS or Android store, download it, okay? Put it on your phone. All you need is a username, password, and an email address. Plug those in, and you're off. Follow us at Cuse Militia on there. Sign up for notifications. That way, when we go live, you will know. We're not going live on Green Room tonight, which which is unfortunate, but I, we can't do it. But most of the time, 99.9% of the time, we'll be there. And you don't have to just follow us. You can do whatever you want. You can start your own thing. You can follow other people. It's a really cool um, little format, and it's very easy to use. So again, iOS or Android store, go there. Download that. Username, password, and an email address, and you're off. That's it. That's all it takes. It's very simple. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right. You guys know what to do at the end of every game. I will ask for your thoughts on said game, and you give them. You go there. And I had a very difficult time picking them today, uh, this morning, um, <laughs> because of how one of because of how many there were, and um, some of them there were some conversations and people going back and forth. I had to sneeze. Sorry, people I saw that. <laughs> people going back. People going back and forth, and. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of people upset. I mean, it's like either Team Tommy or Team Garrett, I guess, is how I would put it at this point. And because Garrett got the start, I think we're starting to hear the the Team Tommy 
get a little loud. And I like it. I like it. I think it's good. But a win is a win. I don't really care who we start as long as we're winning the game. Yeah, I mean, that's really my thing, right? Like, I, I understood it, and I think we were all surprised, especially when I texted you. I texted a whole bunch of people. Like, oh, Schrader starting. Like, Mike McAllister broke it from Stephen Bailey. Okay, Schrader starting. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> Nobody really, you know, and we went through it and I was fully expecting, you know, either it's going to work or it's not. And Tommy's going to come in and, you know, he he kind of held his own and did what he needed to do to get the game done. So, I mean, hopefully in the passing and stuff like that, again, you know, that comes down to coaching and figuring out what plays we're going to do to you know, help and compliment the receivers to, and the, the quarterback to make it a little bit easier. But um, it just seems to me like, at least in this matchup, uh, Garrett Schrader's legs were were a better situation. Yeah. Tim P. on Facebook. If this trend continues, I don't see Tommy wanting to stay here. That was a slap in the face as far as I'm concerned. The damage may have already been done. So many head-scratching decisions by Dino these past two years. I think we win by more with Tommy. So, I don't... I don't know. We'll never know, right? So, I mean, I did... That's tough. I did take a poll, and I set this up yesterday morning. Not because I saw that, but I just was curious what everybody was thinking. In your opinion, does Syracuse win if Tommy gets all the snaps instead of Garrett? 225 votes... Uh, only 19% of people said yes. Uh, who cares? We won 29% and no 52%. So the majority of people say no. Um, they think that Garrett was the right decision to put in for that game. And I, I mean, we can sit here and, you know, go back and forth about it. But at the, <laughs> end, but at the end of the day, uh, obviously it was the right decision to win. If you win by one or you win by 20, it doesn't matter, right? In my opinion, right. So, and my question uh, is, is, is those two runs that Garrett Schrader had, and some of those other runs he had, you know, key runs. I mean, he had a bunch of runs that got him first downs, <laughs> touchdowns. Um, is Tommy doing that? I just don't know if he's got the athleticism to grab some of the snaps either. But, um, I think he's more athletic. I think Tommy's got a better arm. I mean, yep. Garrett needs to work yep. on his accuracy down the field. Has he completed one? I mean, you know, has he completed a long throw? What's uh, his longest throw of the first, year? The first one. The first one, yeah. He totally missed him. So mm. that was terrible right from the get-go. Yeah, and we understand. I, I mean, get it. look, it's not terrible, but I mean. That was not great. That was not great, throw, Joe. But, yeah, that was not I mean, great, obviously though. you want to hit that, right? Right. But it's a chance you take first game, first play of the game. Yeah. You know, um, what do you think about? And we talked about this a little bit. The idea that um, Tommy or or Garrett, for that matter, if they decide to start one over the other, may want to leave. So the way it sounds to me, though, is I don't think it's a situation like that. And obviously, they're going to know more than we know, because I'm sure coaches mm -hmm. told them. So uh, coach said as much in his press conference that it was it's going to be situational. It's going to be fluid. And he, yep. he realizes he has the flexibility. He knows the strengths and weak, weaknesses of each of these guys. And we can probably still see them both going forward. So we are going to yep. run a more traditional college offense in that respect. So I think it's well, – we'll see what happens. You know, no, I mean, look, if you can control the line of scrimmage and you can rush for 228 yards – 
and keep the time of possession around half and, and stay in the game, then, you, you know, you got to go with that. Uh, but again, there's probably going to be teams and there's going to be times where if I, mean, I guess what it is, is, you know, Schrader, he's got the legs, right? He's given him a chance to get his throwing right. If his throwing doesn't get right, if we're losing this game, he's not completing passes. We need him to throw. Probably seeing Tommy. Uh, but that's one of those things. I mean, that was it was a big thing for me, especially watching on from TV, like that when they had like the offensive huddles and stuff. Tommy was up there. Tommy was in there. Tommy was involved. Uh, didn't want to see bad to- um, body language from him or anything like that. And you really didn't. And so I think that the message there was, hey, look, because of this matchup, we're going to go here. But it doesn't mean that you're not going to get you, know, you got to be ready. You know, he went 50 50 as far as reps all week as far as uh, practice goes. So, again, I think he understands. I think the coaching staff understands what they have and they just have to make it work. Yeah. Um, Robert on Facebook. So everyone here knows my feelings about DeVito. So I'll just say thank you, Dino. 26th ranked team in the nation. Solid win. Defense solid. Liberty's QB is a first rounder. Tucker is a stud. Got to fix the center QB exchange. Big, big win. Yeah. Um, Mm. You know, as I, as I mentioned, when we did the preview, they're a fringy top 25 team. Now, obviously, after this, they're going to most likely drop. But um, nonetheless, you know, they've lost two games in the past 14, 15. Something like that. 15, yeah. 15. So Think about it, too. We beat Rutgers. We're probably getting votes and thinking about getting ranked. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. I don't know. I don't know if we're talking ranked. Rutgers, I'll tell you what. Huh? It was one of the it was one of the more positive things seeing Rutgers lose twenty to they only lost twenty to thirteen to Michigan and Michigan this this weekend so um, they gave a good fight against a good Michigan team ranked Michigan team so um, again Rutgers looks a little bit better than what I previously thought so yeah um, yeah Tucker's a stud Robert absolutely Robert yeah, Robert absolutely. with the uh, the Raiders emblem profile picture. So shout out to extra little shout out. Sean Tucker is a stud. Like, can we talk about him for a second? Yeah, we could talk about him, but what do we want to say? Three RG three. He tweeted who his five five. Heisman candidates would be. Yeah. And Sean Tucker was one of them. Yeah. He was fifth, but yeah. Yeah. It's excellent. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's definitely a conversation to have. I think we're going to know, look, look, you know, and we'll get into this Tuesday, but FSU is not the FSU I thought they were going to be. No. Okay. I mean, we are, we are coming out as underdogs, but that's fine. I mean, who knows? That's... This could be a whole thing too, Sean, where like, maybe we just don't know how good Sean Tucker is. Yeah. Like what's and his it's ceiling? Like one of those like... things where it's like, we just got to have somebody out there that's going to give that option to run because Sean Tucker's this good. You know, I, th- I really do think that that was one of the biggest things in that Rutgers game was, was Tommy not taking the the chances that he had to run when they were given to keep the defense honest to be able to allow Sean Tucker to still be able to run? Uh, I think that was one of the biggest things. And and when you heard Tino talking about, you know, we need to look and see who's doing what on what plays, and you know, if if they're seeing Tommy 
not keeping it enough when he should be keeping it and not making the right reads, then you got to be able to make that happen because ultimately Sean Tucker is going to be your bell cow. Your, I mean, it's going to be your guy. And it seems to me like that's what it is. This guy is the, he's, I mean, he got 32 carries, two catches, 34 touches. I mean, this is the guy that's going to get us a chance to beat these teams and we need to be able to get him the ball as much as possible. And if we need Garrett Schrader in there to be able to keep the ball, to be able to keep the defense honest, to be able to keep those lanes open. And that's what we need. I think, too, that we're going to see the the offense evolve. Obviously, I think we saw a major oh, step absolutely. in the evolution in in the game against Liberty. But not only that, the, the confirmation in the press conference from Dino, once he gets a handle of how that how he wants to run with this, you know, he did change game plans totally when he realized, you know, um, DeVito was going to be what he was. And he's done it before. He had a great year. Uh, a lot of people bagged on Coach early this season, especially after the Rutgers loss, and he deserves some of that criticism. Absolutely, no doubt about it. We, Absolutely. We, we did it here. There's been some questionable things, but when he is dealt a hand, no matter what it is, it's it's he tries to make the best out of it, and you have to trust that effort. And I think what, like I said, I think we're going to get to see this offense evolve over the years. So what are we, a third of the way through the season now? And, um, you know, the next four, or excuse me, yeah, the next four games are going to tell a lot. You know, we're sitting, oh, here, yeah. we're sitting here waiting, oh, well, what's, what's, the, what are we, what's our identity? Well, I think we've seen it. I think we see it. You know, it's going to yeah. be a, it's going to be a mixed bag. That's our identity. Well, dude, and with this running, with this running back room, why wouldn't we be? And like, oh, that's another thing. Can things, I just say, can, right? like, can, Abdul Adams should get a couple more carries. He had two. Jarvion's done good when he's come in. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's think about it realistically. When you look at it, he's been sitting here trying to figure out, oh, a quarterback situation, this, this, and that. When realistically, what he should be figuring out is which quarterback is going to be most helpful for the running back room, which is the strength of our offense. It's obvious that our offensive line is way better running, has is a way better run blocking offensive line than a with, pass blocking. Offensive yeah, line, with right? Chris so, Bleich, the addition of him and obviously everybody else being healthy, it's been huge. I mean, the gaps are huge. They've it, yeah. I mean, to look at, we didn't put up total yards three hundred five against Liberty. Okay, but they were a really good defense and ranked a good defense, and we brushed for two hundred twenty eight yards. We kind of kept it vanilla. We did our RPOs. And our offensive line dominated. We dominated the trenches, and if that's what it's going to be, and our running back room is the best room, then why wouldn't we take advantage of that? So, whether it be Sean Tucker, Abdul Adams, Jarvion Howard, Cooper Lutz, I don't care. They've all proven that they can do it, and why wouldn't you just just do this? You know, you got to don't worry about who's going to be the best quarterback for you know maybe going going fast. Let's look at who's going to be the best quarterback for this really good run blocking offensive line with this really great running back room <laughs> and who's going to be able to help them out the best. And I think right now it's Gary Schrader. I think I saw a, Oh, I think I, I think I have it. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. Um, to, to, to our points, the points that we just made kind of, um, this was next on the list just happens to be, we already kind of hit it, but um, Anthony on Facebook, this offense can't stay traditional. Dino has success with the unconventional quarterback play in his tenure. And that just goes, that's what I meant about him 
um, kind of um, calling audibles with, you know, literally and figuratively with Dungey and kind of doing the same thing now. Like, I'm sure Dino came into the year thinking, okay, I'm going to have one quarterback. These guys are going to duel it out. It's going to be black or white. We're going to get this done in the fall and then be done with it. And then when we start our first game, we'll know who it is. But obviously it didn't work like that. So anyway, it is Garrett Schrader's a better running back. He's he's a better running quarterback and DeVito's a better passing quarterback. The problem is, is that our running back room is better than our receiver room. Right. And our offensive line is better running line. uh, Yeah. We just just hit all that. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, Dan on Facebook, Garrett, Garrett Schrader provides a different dimension to this team. Just got to get the passing down. Yeah. To, to Joe's point that he was just making, yes, it's a it's a huge addition. It's a it's a it's a juggernaut almost. When if both of these guys can get going, it's going to be very difficult. Zach on Facebook, I could care less how ugly a win is. A win is a win, and I am ecstatic about that. We just need service to calm down with the snaps and both mm-hmm. of Schrader's deep balls and both of Schrader's deep balls, while not catches, were on the money, which lead me to believe he can become. Um, serviceable in the passing department. He does that, and we are in business. Time for Gilbert to suck it up and make a real game plan for the kid. Uh, I think we're going to see it. I think the game plan we saw is the game plan they feel like he can handle right now. And once they see more in the passing game, and Joe mentioned it earlier, wide receivers not not doing a whole lot of favors for Garrett Schrader and Tommy, for that matter. You know, they, they, it's just, uh, it's been, it's been a, it's been a problem this year and it's probably going to continue to be. I don't know if the win was ugly. I I wouldn't have called that an ugly win. I mean, some of the passing was not great. Obviously 77 yards. You want to see more than that, but I don't know if it was an ugly win. No, I wouldn't say that. I would just say, no, I would say two, two teams that have better defenses than offenses at this point. Um, uh, <laughs> that's really where I would, I would hold that. Um, again, we're going to have to figure out a way for, uh, us to, um, get some short passes, some, you know, like I said, Tommy, a lot of times he d- diverted to the long balls and stuff like that. I don't think that's going to be uh Schrader's bread and butter. And I think that we need to kind of develop some play action and other different plays, roll out pass plays, uh, that are more short to intermediate and that help the running game. You know what I mean? You get a seven yard catch that helps the running game. You know, you get second and three, you can run pretty much whatever you want. So, um, I see them developing their, their pass game more of like a short yardage thing. Cause like, again, like I said, the, the podcast before I would rather take a quarterback that can run versus a quarterback that can throw a deep ball because, um, you know, especially if that guy that can throw the deep ball can't really run or doesn't make the right reads. So, I mean, that's really where we're at right now. And right now it's, you know, we have this running game and can Garrett Schrader get a little bit of a passing game and, you know, help out the situation. Um, that's really where we're at right now. Um, if it doesn't get better, then maybe we see Tommy later. But again, I, like I said before, Tommy needs to use his feet. If he doesn't, then he's really not helping. At Marty Maloney, Tommy D needs to be the QB. Okay, mm. well, he's going to be. How? And so is Garrett. <laughs> They're both going to be the QB. I mean, I don't know how. You know, coming into this game, neither one of them really showed me 
from just a visual standpoint watching the games, neither one really stood out like a clear the clear as the clear starter for this team. So it comes down to emotion. And it comes down, I guess, for a lot of fans on who you like better. And right. but this is the deal, bro. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, obviously everybody's going to be might be partial to the guy that's been around longer. Um and feel like, you know, the past couple of years, he has dealt with a less than great offensive line and that this was his season to show what he could do. But we all saw the Ohio game and we all saw the Rutgers game and it wasn't, it didn't jump off the page to me, guys. I'm sorry. And not that Garrett Schrader's jumping off the page to me either. I'm just saying I haven't, I didn't see it. Nope. He didn't throw an interception. And on top of that, uh, Liberty only had one sack. True. So, I mean, that's one of we those things six, where... We had six, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, we did. We did. But if Tommy starts, then I bet you we get sacked more than once. So that's really where I come from is that, like, I can't even say... I think this is the first game that we've played <laughs> where I can really say that... Um, so, okay, first game that we've won where I can say that I think we would have won if the other quarterback played. Because I know that if Garrett Schrader started the whole game against Ohio or Tommy, vice versa, we, we would have won that game. Same thing with Albany. And this is the first yeah. game that we've played where I can't specifically say that if Tommy started, that we would have won. And it's those rushing yards, those rushing touchdowns, the one sack, those are the little things. And the way the game was called, like – no interceptions. Those are the little things that tell me that, you know, sorry. You know, I mean, the receivers, it was probably a boring game for them. I get it. I've been there. Block. Um, yep. I've been there, dude. My senior year, I caught 12 passes my whole season. So I get it. You know, going down and blocking every single play is not fun. But it's necessary. And um, what we ran and what we called and who we started, it worked. So I don't know how somebody can come out and say – Vito needs to be the starter when I can't even definitively say that we win that game if Devito starts. And, and I, I think I'm there with you uh, on that end of it. I think Coach is there with you, too. He said as much. He didn't say that, but he said, look, I felt like Garrett was better for this situation, and that's why he started, and it was a late decision. And I, he probably stewed on it. And honestly, just knowing the type of person Dino Babers is, he probably freaking was hating having to do that. And he yep, probably... I get that. And sadly, <laughs> sadly, if he would have done it at Rutgers, he might be 4-0. And, and yeah. So he, he finally pulled the, the trigger. Yeah. I mean, that's a possibility. We might, completely, we might be completely off on that because two weeks, you know, it's it's a lot. And with that experience, maybe he's learned the offense a little bit more. And But uh, we well, saw a completely different type of play yeah, call. The game was totally called totally different from om- different almost from the beginning Rutgers, of the game. Right. Yeah. Because, right. well, because yeah. you Tommy started the game, so it was going to be different. At exactly. Q, at Q's life for 15, Tony White for MVP of the game. D gets the W. Schrader showed another example of game management aside from decently good running and RPO. Game one by Tucker. D in limited mistakes. Six for 15. 77 pass yards will not help you win every game. Need some sort of vertical passing going into ACC play. Absolutely. But um, they did cut down mistakes. We talked a lot about that after the Albany game. You know, they're going to make mistakes. You're going to have a couple penalties here and there. But they weren't yep. terrible 
awful, stupid penalties. And um, compared to the, to the Albany game, there's no way they win this game with that type of um, performance. But yeah, they cleaned it up. And going forward, hopefully we see something different. I think if some of the distractions and maybe the pressure for these two quarterbacks and just the team in general, if coach sits down and has a kumbaya moment with them and it's like, look, this is how we're going to do it. It's going to be game to game. We're going to watch tape. We're going to figure it out. We're going to go from there. That's it. I don't know what else you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the good thing too about this is like, I look at Liberty as Liberty's comparable to some of these teams in the ACC that we're going to be playing. I mean, like you said, fringe 25 top 25 team. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. With they're going to be good going with an forward NFL too. Quarterback, right? So like, yeah. Maybe this does work against some of the teams that we play against. I don't think it's a question that it that it that it won't. I mean, I I absolutely agree. I think, but who? Well, I don't know. You know, we're at the point where you got to prove that you got to stop it, right? Right. I mean, Florida yeah. State's yeah. Got to, Florida State. We're coming up. We're going down to Florida State. Um, Sean Tucker's coming to town. Yeah. And you got to stop it before we figure out stuff. It's gotta, and I think that that's pretty much where we should start. And I can see that that's, that's why I see Garrett starting a lot of the games because uh, we're going to make you beat that first. We're going to make you beat Tucker and Strader's legs first. And if you don't or you can't or we're in the game, then that's where we're going to stay. And you, you but can, if we need some type of change, you know, then you come in and you bring him in like we brought him in when Dungy was there as a freshman. And he came in and he and – he, as long as he's focused and he's ready to go and we have some type of plays that are completely different, you know, I mean, I can see something like that where you start straighter and it's like, we're going to play this. We're going to set up this. But if Tommy comes in, then we're going to throw these plays in here that completely like pretty much set up exactly against what we've been doing to maybe help him complete some passes and maybe change the offense. Uh, I don't know who it's going to be or when we're going to see that, but uh, we shall see. You gotta yeah, stop the, Sean Tucker first. You, bro. Got, you gotta stop Sean Tucker. <laughs> I think we need to go a little bit deeper with the with the running backs. I think Yeah, we should. I think also we can start to get a little bit cute with it. Maybe not too cute, but it's time to evolve the playbook a little bit and play to the strengths of each one of these guys. And and obviously keeping fresh legs out there is a big thing. But the chemistry the, the, like I said, the more we go, the longer this thing goes throughout the year, the more chemistry these guys got. And I think right. it, I think it'll come together. I think we're going to see something kind of it's going to be different, but it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch come together. Hopefully, Dude, that I hope defense, I'm right, man. Yeah. Did you see that play last night where they they had the line last night and they kept going back and forth or sorry? Friday yeah. Night. Yes. They yeah. Kept going back and forth. Yes. Back and forth. Like very. And they were just messing with them. Yes. Like. Dude, this defense is pretty nuanced. They know what they're doing. As long as our D-backs can hold up, like I said, I mean, I'm pretty confident that this defense is for real. And uh, Oh, yeah, I don't think it's a question. And it's, it's, it's a different team. So there's a reason to be excited for sure. Being 3-1 and one right here right now, I didn't think that we we're going to be here after we lost to Rutgers because I thought Rutgers was going to be the W. I thought we were going to lose to Liberty. Um, but being three to one, just like we all talked about, yeah, um, right where it need to be. And really, when you look at it, the ACC, um, they look weak. I mean, Clemson's the first time they've lost two games in, in September and for however long, you know. Yeah. Um, when was the last time they lost two regular season games? I can't. I don't remember when. <laughs> yeah, that too. 
But again, I mean, losing in September, right? So, and they're yeah. getting a whole bunch of injuries. NC State's got some injuries. Now, Wake Forest looks all right, but Boston College, I mean, they look good, but their quarterback got hurt. So, again, I mean, this this right now, this ACC is up in the air. Let's talk about Coastal Crazy. That other side, watching Georgia Tech beat North Carolina, uh, all these other teams struggling. Um, they whooped them, too. They weren't playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was it Virginia. In... Yeah. Virginia lost to Wake Forest. I mean, there was... That, no one saw that this... coming. No, dude. This this ACC right now is crazy up for grabs. And um, we haven't even played a game yet. So... <laughs> yeah. And we just happen to be playing against Florida State, who a lot of teams or a lot of people look at as the, uh, the worst team in the ACC. So... Uh, at Stretch Jones on Twitter, and that's why Mississippi State put him as a tight end. Kid's arm is garbage. Fans got what they wanted. A dungy that can't throw. Orange is the new one dimension. Uh, Tucker running Damn. great. <laughs> Tucker running great win, but ACC teams will stack the box and stop the quarterback run. Well, it depends on how cute you get with it. Yeah, it's easier said than done, I think. Uh, obviously Liberty was trying to do the same thing and it just, the yep. offensive line was overpowering them and just was not working. So, um, orange is the new one dimensional. I, I, I just, I, I don't, I, it's good. That's good. I like it. But, but I just, good. I just good. disagree. I disagree. And w- with, um, just to, um, give him the benefit of the doubt. Did he? I don't know if he posted this before or after the press conference or if he even listened to the press conference, but the press conference gave me, I keep going back to it because it gave me an understanding of what the game plan is kind of going to be. And it gave me a little bit more confidence in Dino Babers because we've all been questioning him a little bit. And I think that going forward, this team is not one dimensional. I think it's, I think. I think it's really difficult to decide, you know, you know, if you got, okay, so they're going to have to prepare for both quarterbacks. Every team is going to have to prepare for both quarterbacks every time. That's not exactly the easiest thing to do. And just because you know what you're getting with each one doesn't mean you're going to be able to stop it. But let's be honest and and be honest, be honest, honest. Tommy's Tommy's not lighting. Like, okay, look, he's not lighting it up for me through the air he hasn't i've given him the benefit of the doubt this is you know with the offensive line stuff and this and that and some of the bad you know the just crappy decisions he's made in the past you know and clean that up and you know we all expected more out of him coming in to play for su but i mean to be this to to be this cynical about it uh, um i just don't know if it's justified by what I've seen from Tommy. And that's not a dig on Tommy. It's 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 just a fact. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you that I've seen enough from Tommy to justify some of the things I saw on social media because I just don't. And if I did, I'd but, tell you. Uh, yeah, and part of it is the receivers don't even give it justification to be able well, to Well, that too, because, yeah. I mean, realistically, you know, you got to go with your strengths. Our strengths, like I said, over and over again, is our rushing, <laughs> our run blocking from our offensive line and, and Sean Tucker. our running backs, right? So yeah. at the end of the day, these receivers haven't shown enough to even be able to say, let's go fast and spread it out because Absolutely. even with Tommy in there, they're really not 
They could put freaking they need to Tom do, Brady right? in there. So, if they can't catch the damn ball, then what the hell good are they? But what you can do is you can start Garrett Schrader with Sean Tucker and these running backs and give yourself your RPO option with your runs, and you can start developing some type of pass offense with your receivers, you know, short passes, stuff like that. And then timely, you know, your timely play actions and hitting guys deep because you can't just one-on-one Taj Harris. You know, Damian Alford – Six four six five. He's one of those guys where it's tough for him to not have a safety above, like up top him, either because he can go up there and he can just get a catch a one on one catch. So already you're talking about a situation where you do have some receivers, if you are mainly running, where you're still daring the safeties to come step up because are you going to let these guys go man to man? And you know that's where we need to get better, and we'll only see that with time. But it's it's going to be fun to see that with time. It's going to be fun to see everything with time. Mm-hmm. I went from just I don't want to say I don't have faith in the team, but I was very I was towards the pessimistic end. Depending on how this game came, how this game finished out. Right. Right. I am. I just have done a 180 on it. After that, in the press conference, I just feel like, you know, we we've got something. Coach has got something. He let them figure it out. Let these quarterbacks settle in for the year, and we'll go from there. But the Q's fan civil war is fun to watch. It's fun to watch because I'm totally neutral. I just want a W. I don't give a crap who's playing. I trust the coaches to make the right decision, call the right plays. Right. And if they don't, right. then I'll criticize it, and I'll do it right here. Right. That's it. So I mean, that's all I got. Well, and again. And that's where where I come from is it's not even me coming out and saying that I think that Garrett Schrader is a better quarterback than DeVito. I just think that it comes down to, again, styles and schemes. And, you know, based upon the roster that you have in front of you, which quarterback gives you the best chance to win? And I think right now is Garrett Schrader. And that's like, again, that's not a dig to DeVito. And if he ends up deciding he wants to transfer this week and go somewhere where they can protect him and he's got, you know, spread offense with a bunch of great receivers, then you know, so be it. I, I, I get it. But right now where we're at, um, this was a smart move and you know, partly the coaches won this game. By yeah, making that absolutely. Move. Yeah. We'll go, so, go back to, um, to, uh, at Q life or 15 said Tony white for MVP. You know, I mean, just well, defense coach is well, a different story. I mean, yeah, that guy's but, been on point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's got him, you know, but, nothing to to really but I, get on I, him about. I gained a lot of confidence in the coaching, you know, and obviously we're going to have more yes. fun things to criticize going forward. Right. It's just the nature of it. But, um, you know, let's just all wait and see. Take a deep breath. Okay. Uh, the quarterback controversy, I think, should should fizzle out. I, I love, too, that and while we got just a couple minutes, uh, while we got just a couple minutes here. All right. Um, the right, some of the writing going to, to um, so I don't read anything before we do our preview, which is why we do it early, which is why we do it on Tuesday. Cause we, we usually yeah. get our preview out before almost anybody. Cause most of the writing comes out Tuesday night or Monday mo- or Wednesday morning. I mean, I was, so I was reading some, and I don't do, I don't do a lot of, I don't read a lot of post game stuff either. I just watch the game and Joe and I talk and kind of go from there and listen to the press conference. But I was reading some of the preview stuff and like, okay, you know, if you're still, you know, one of these people who thinks that uh, Tommy DeVito is not going to start, you know, you know, what do you, you know, what are you watching basically? So I think it's, 
I think it's great what coach did in, in just, uh, fooling us all into, um, you know, into that. Because when you called me Friday, I wasn't, I wasn't on social media looking around at anything, you know, and you called right. me like Gary, I thought you were messing with me. I'm like, shut <laughs> up, you know? But, uh, anyways, uh, good, good. I move. thought Mike McAllister was messing with me. Well, but, on, so. <laughs> good move by by coach and uh it, it got everybody ruffled up which was fun to see and you know on the road we'll be back tuesday uh doing a fsu preview obviously they're having struggles of their own but syracuse yeah, is yeah. going to go on the road for the first real road test year. yeah different year. first real road test of the season guys we appreciate all of you for hanging out with us for joe i'm sean we're out. Peace.